0: A bold wine with a hint of sophistication and lacking in pretension.
1: Not to mention Puerto Rico, but you never bring two snakes to the same location. The gauntlets have been thrown. Hashtag groot, And vote for Bill McKenna, he won't nap on the issues. And for real, so hello and on today's show... Uh, the Doctor's in. It's alive! (laughs) Cover your eyes, kids. The Joker's coming. And Brett finally gets a winning team in D.C. This is episode 19 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today's April 17th, 2016. My name is Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello! Not to mention Puerto Rico, but... Yeah, they're gonna (laughs) gonna eat that
2: up, I think, over there. They're gonna eat that up. At the NAP
1: podcast.
2: Um... Brett said the first words out of his mouth were, not to mention a, a Puerto Rico butt, but if you actually listen to the podcast, there's 10 words he says before he makes a reference. So we started with the reference. We win! We win. We, we, <laughs> <you can't. laughs> sorry, he's not sorry. Yeah. So
1: that's a, that's a reference to our friends over at Not Another Podcast, with Which, a question mark. aren't we doing a, a show with them here soon? We will be. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for yeah. details. <laughs> yeah, that should be the next episode that comes out. It'll we're be, be, it'll be the location that you don't bring two snakes to. Yes, yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> so, um wanted to bring back a familiar face to the show. How familiar? Pretty familiar Pretty as familiar. in like okay. a few episodes back. Ori. Ori. Hello. There's Ori. Ori's with a uh, dragon fruit, our friends nope. who um own the uh the the geek dating site that we talked about um I, I would really recommend that you guys cycle back through our episodes and, and take a listen. Uh, Ori had a lot of great content. He contributed a lot. We talked about Pokemon and other geeky right. stuff. Great, great geek
2: guy. And I would say I, I have been using the, the dating sites. There uh, it is. For, you know, quote, unquote, market research. And <laughs> you like
1: that, Ori? using it for market research. <laughs> and then hey, I got some messages, and
2: then things kind of changed. And so um, the idea of it is brilliant, and how it's executed is wonderful. So I really appreciate the site you're so sweet <laughs> i'm being honest
1: <laughs> so Ori, how have you been since we last spoke you've been a busy man
0: yeah um well since we last spoke we uh finally managed to get the app out available now for free on android and ios and god was that a uh, that took some doing but it's out now and everything's great and
1: you can download it and try it out and i hope you do we will awesome. definitely enjoy all your hard work on that one <laughs> that is so awesome and um where can people uh, download this they, they can download the geek dating site Uh, Or the Geek Dating app on iTunes, Android, right? Like all the things? That's right. Android and iTunes. And where Um, can they provide feedback and, and thoughts on the app and such? uh so you are free to uh
0: tweet at us at proj dragonfruit proj dragonfruit it's short for project because there weren't enough characters available for project uh you can send us a message on facebook at project dragonfruit you can uh email me ori at project dragonfruit or support at project dragon uh, yeah Support at projectdragonfruit.com if you uh, have problems that you uh, are trying to solve, and uh, we try to get back to you as soon as is humanly possible because that's that's all we really do. That's that's life right that's,
1: now. That's good. They're they're <laughs> in such a growth mode, and it's a really exciting app. And we wanted to bring Ori. Ori reached out to me like earlier this week and was like, "We're live!" And I was like, "Oh my god, we gotta have you back on the show. to talk about <laughs> that. It's so exciting." Um, So and and always, it's fun talking nerd stuff with him. Anyway, so it's a good excuse to have him back. So welcome back to the show, Ori. Thank you very much for having me. It's it's good to have you. And uh, a reminder to our audience: like us on Facebook, give us a five star rating on iTunes. Help us share the message that is this show. Um, we, we love the, the sort of reaction and support we've been getting from everybody so far. Let's keep that up. Definitely.
2: And give Ori a five star rating. Cause this is an awesome app. Heck yeah. Let's do it's that.
0: A- so what what I like to say is that the the only thing between like really great technology when it comes to a dating app and a really great dating app is the community and the number of people there so if you give us a five star review not only are you helping me totally selfish here but uh, <laughs> it also helps it also helps all the other users because you know the more uh, attention too. we get Help the more Jojo. people who are on it, the better the experience, the more likely you are to meet somebody because you left a review, because they saw that and then downloaded
1: it, etc. Exactly. And ladies, JoJo's on there. Yes, right.
2: JoJo is on there. I am actually, I actually have the app.
1: JoJo's on I was there, ladies. It to
2: Alex earlier, it's like, look how wonderful this works, and it's like, okay, like, 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 wait, whoa, whoa, I started
1: liking a lot of ladies.
2: <laughs> Calm down there. <laughs> I'm now not handing my run... phone
0: over to Alex anymore. Now we can run a whole like little game show thing where you try to find that, uh, where you try to find a, jojo by like messing with the searcher <laughs> 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 figure oh, out the right search it's gonna and... be a new like dating show dedicated to, uh, find dating JoJo! jojo exclamation point <laughs>
1: i love it i'm on abc well guys we got an action filled action packed show for mm. us talking about a lot of good comic book stuff um and speaking of comic books actually we just um left uh, Heroic Aleworks. Yeah, Heroic Aleworks. Um, spent a good afternoon with those guys. Um, brilliant bunch of people. Yeah, awesome folks. Um, keep an eye out for this, especially if you're local here in the D.C. area. They're coming out with some really brilliant brews, and they all are themed with a comic book character. Their own comic book characters that they're coming out with, and that they're developing backstories and their own comics to supplement The marketing efforts. This
2: whole holistic approach is amazing to me. Um, it's it's, It's not just the beer, but the content that goes with it. And then you've got not just the beer that you have, uh, enjoyed, But you have a comic book that you can now read And read for future generations and whatnot As you're and
1: sipping the beer that's that it's dedicated to
2: Exactly that's And awesome. all, all three that we had were all amazing I'm not even an IPA guy And I
1: love their IPA All this stuff guys that we're telling you We're not paid to say any of this This is stuff that we're just passionate about And we're like we're, we, we, we got we no it. money out of this We no, spent yeah. money today <laughs> Yeah oh totally So um, shout out to Tim, John, and Kate over there And the rest of the crew that we met uh, can't wait to be doing more stuff with you guys. Um, we actually have some of their beer, work, which we're going to feature on another episode. But for wow. for now, we have a beer that was recommended by a listener. Um, let's get into what we're drinking today. Sounds good. Oh, hello, Geeks. I
2: it's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Alex's Left Ankle, because you don't drink the day before a 10K. Yeah, that's true. That's what,
1: that's <laughs> Why? What, that's what happened today. <laughs> Why? So last night, shout out to Justin, my coworker Justin, me and a whole bunch of him and his friends, we all went out to Top Golf. If you've ever been to Top Golf here in the D.C. area, you're familiar with what that is. Basically, think golf mixed with darts or bowling. You and know, LEDs kind of the, and computers. Yeah, and... yeah. Lots of fanciness. It's absolutely awesome. It's a lot of fun. And buckets of beer right. are involved. Um, I woke up this morning at five AM and ran a ten K. I am dehydrated. exhausted and dehydrated. Um while I was running, I screwed up my foot because I was wearing some like the the shoe insert things that yeah, like, he was wearing boat shoes. You don't run in boat no, shoes. No, I don't I wasn't running in boat shoes. I was <laughs> wearing boat shoes later this afternoon. Yeah, and yeah. he which, was running in boat shoes. Hurt. He forgot to take them off. <laughs> no, I so I wore sneakers earlier today and And they had the little, like, things in there because I have flat feet because, you know, just screw you, Alex. You have flat feet. Um, (laughs) And I ended up screwing up my left foot because I was running on it, like, you know, over six miles. I got done with it, and I actually ran with Jamie, who, you know, helps uh, produce our podcast. Um, And I I got done, and I looked at him. I was like, dude, my foot kind of hurts, you know. And, And so I ended up leaving. I got out of my car when I got home. I stepped out of my car and almost collapsed because I couldn't put any weight on my foot. I was like, oh, boy, this sucks. So now I'm walking around with a limp all day. Can you um, give you some crutches, maybe an ankle brace. Yeah, yeah, something. I'm going to be hurting for a little bit. So but hey, At
2: least we got more some beer. You know, yeah, so, drink so we're,
1: we're drinking some beer to uh, forget about the pain. Yes. Okay. Exactly. And what we're drinking tonight is actually suggested by Kevin. Kevin, thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I actually met Kevin. Kevin is my coworker's husband, um, who listens to the show, and uh, recommended this beer because this is he said is his favorite beer of all time. Oh wow. Saint Bernardus Abbott Twelve. Words. Yeah. Yeah. But it says uh, according to their website, the Saint Bernardus Abbott Twelve is the pride of our stable. The what is this? Neck Plus Ultra. Of our brewery, I don't know that the, the NEC. I don't know what that means. <laughs> abbey ale uh, brewed in the classic uh, quadruple style of Belgium best abbey ales, dark with a full ivory colored head. It is <laughs> ivory head. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, it has a fruity aroma, full of complex flavors, and excels because of its uh, long bittersweet finish with a hoppy bite. And it's ten percent ABV, by the way. Uh, worldwide seen as one of the best beers in the world it's a very balanced beer with a full body taste and a perfect equilibrium between malty bitter and sweet one of the original recipes from the days of licensed brewed brewing for the trappist monks of west v vet west west veteran white veteran veteran i don't know veteran i don't know it, all i know is that it's good we tried this a little bit before oh, yeah, the show definitely. i really like this cheers cheers Cheers. That's tasty. It's a, it, it really is. It's a perfect mix, right? Of sweet, bitter, and like it, it's very sweet at first, and then right. all of a sudden, it's just it's just bitter at the end. See, I don't really get the bitter as much. Maybe I'm not as really? prone to the bitters. I'm definitely again.
2: getting the sweet. I'm definitely getting the multi. Um, definitely getting the full body. <laughs> <a> yeah. <laughs> um, but there's. At first, it's very deceptive. It's very easy, mellow, smooth to drink. Mm-hmm. And then you taste the alcohol. Oh,
1: yeah. Ori, how about that alcohol? It's, uh, yeah, it's something. <laughs> so, so this is one of the. Ori's most... not drunk, I promise. This not is, yet. This Give him is. 20 minutes.
2: <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> this tastes like you just had like, some whiskey or something, a very, or right. vodka or something so, right at the end of it.
2: The initial taste is beer, it finishes like a shot.
1: Yeah, it does. <laughs> It does. It's actually really delicious. Right. Kevin told me last night. He was like, this is my favorite. This is my number one beer in the world. I fully respect that. I fully respect that. It's a very good beer, definitely. Yeah. So we actually got this at Total Wine and More. Total Wine and More.
2: Yeah. It's no okay. longer Total Beverage. It was yes. Total Beverage Law of two weeks. <laughs> it went back to Total Wine. Mm. Right.
1: So you guys will probably find it at your specialty liquor slash beer slash wine store. We actually got a big bottle of it, uh, a one pint. I want to um, say it's
2: twenty two ounces. That's a pretty big bottle. Uh,
1: one pint, nine point four ounces. Yep. So uh, you could probably find it there, uh, but it's great. I I, I right. definitely recommend it. This definitely. is this is something I would drink again. Me too. I would definitely. probably you know sit in with like a movie or something. But I would have like one. <laughs> yes. If I
2: had two, I probably wouldn't be able to go Guys, to work tomorrow. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> yeah. let's take it easy. Take it easy
0: if I may um, I, I want to share with you guys a review that I found of this online Definitely. please. Um, I'm not going to read you the whole thing because it's pretty long, but when they say on the website that it's, you know, complex flavors, I'm just going to read you a list here that I found, which is hilarious. Um, dark fruit, plum, fig, raisin, red grape, peach, nectarine, candied malt, caramel, butterscotch candy, vanilla, clove, nutmeg, grains, baked bread, crust, grape must, straw, banana, and hops. That is a lot of stuff to taste <laughs> in one that, go.
2: It, 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 it Were is? Are they drinking beer? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just thought, I, I was just like, wow. This no, I appreciate that list, but holy monkey. <laughs> bread? <laughs> Baked the bread, bread crust. Grape? Not just
1: bread. If it was bread, bread. it would be a You're right. No, sorry. Beer. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. Okay. All right. You're right. Bread crust. Sorry. <laughs> Very specific in that matter. Yeah. Actually, the, the clove, when you said clove, I was trying to... Like pinpoint what that was. It's clove. Definitely That's exactly clove. what I'm tasting. I don't know if I taste red grape though. Mm, you know, you, you gotta reason. have a little more. You know, you I have to have pretend. a better palate, okay, Jojo. Like, give <laughs> with it, okay. I have a good palate, okay. Uh, a <laughs> pretty good while, while Jojo sucks uh, with uh, <laughs> drinking beer, why don't we get into I'm very good at drinking beer? <laughs> <laughs> why don't we get into the news? We got our Doctor Strange, like, trailer thing.
2: It just, like, it popped up out of nowhere. We weren't actually planning to talk it's about cool. this. And it's just like, oh, here it is
1: now. Yeah, I, I saw uh, something popping up on, like, uh, like social media, something or other. And then it there it was. Right. It was there. So, this is actually really exciting because this is a very key player in the Infinity War series. Um, JoJo, what do you know about Doctor Strange? I actually... I don't know much about him. Okay, Um, I haven't done too much research. He's
2: never been in a lot of the comics that I've read, except for like in passage. Very
1: niche character. Or how about you? Do do you
0: know
2: much
1: about Doctor Strange?
0: Not a huge amount. Just what I'm picking up from you know commentary on the trailer mostly.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's he's very he's a he's a magic user. Um, He's. The, the role that he plays in the Infinity uh, War series, and I'm actually reading through all the comics right now. Thank you again. Shout out to Omar for letting me borrow all the, the, the comics one at a time here. I'm on book five of six. Nice. And he plays actually a really pivotal, pivotal role where he helps kind of bridge the gap between the forces almost of, of like a godlike state with the hu- – uh, not human, but like with, the, with the warriors of you know Earth – Okay. And you know the Avengers and such to come together to defeat Thanos who has um who has you know collected all the stones for the Infinity Gauntlet and um he teams up with a guy named Adam Warlock and uh because they're both kind of mystical beings but uh he plays a very pivotal role in this. Okay. And so I'm really excited to see his origin story come to kind of kind of come to life. His whole origin story is around where he was a he was a, a surgeon, uh, a very well known uh, s- surgeon who uh, was very cocky because he was the best at what he did, and he ends up in an accident, and he tears up his hands, which were his he had these magical hands, you right. know, that would perform life life saving surgeries, and then his Hands were useless he ends up going to the the far east and you know speaks to somebody who actually um gives him almost magical mystical powers and um so he he uses that to help people right you know like he was helping people as a surgeon he can't do that anymore he almost finds power to do so from a magical point of view um and and Ori, did you get a chance to, to to view the trailer? I did yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, I had a lot of thoughts on it <laughs> <laughs> that's good that um is good. uh
0: let's see. my first impression was that there were a lot of um a lot of uh, references, unintentional or intentional as it may be, to the Matrix. It felt yes. kind of Matrixy. Yep. Uh, not to mention that Benedict Cumberbatch with a beard looks very much like Keanu Reeves with a beard. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! So, you're right. <laughs> I had
2: not made an association,
0: but you're true. Oh my God. I don't. Wow. I don't know if they were going for that, but uh, that's what I was feeling. I also got a lot of, um, a lot of. Feeling that they probably have drawn quite a lot of inspiration from some of the Christopher Nolan movies, and most uh, particularly yes. inception with yes. the uh, that moment that we see the folding city thing with with Doctor Strange you know falling between them. it had a very inception feel to it, which i 'm excited for because I loved inception, and I thought that the visual effects in that were phenomenal, so you know
2: more please. That, <laughs> that works out. Which I feel like it actually fits this character very well. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right? So, JoJo, what were your thoughts? I, I thought it was awesome. Um, I make the joke because uh, the imitation game as well as Star Trek, um, was it Onto Darkness or whatever? Oh, uh, Star uh, Trek Into, Into Darkness. Into Darkness. There you go. Uh, all three of the posters. Sorry, Trekkies. <laughs> Sorry, Trekkies. Sorry. Sorry. Well, <laughs> We're we're a Star Wars centric uh, podcast, so
1: (laughs) I mean we we appreciate Stacy. Stacy's
2: gonna like yell at you. I know
1: our our Stacy, our Star Trek listener.
2: It won't be right. the first time, and it won't be the last time. Right. Sorry, Stacey. <laughs> but each of these posters have Benedict Cumberbatch back facing the camera. So I just thought it was hilarious how they have that you know, kind of recurring theme that's always Benedict Cumberbatch's back that shows on a poster.
0: <laughs> Which is weird because it isn't the back that
1: always excites people. Exactly. <laughs>
2: <You know?
0: laughs> Maybe there's just too much
1: Cumberbatch to have him facing full on. Now, I want to ask all the ladies out there, is there ever too much Cumberbatch? is theres there? Is there? Is <laughs> there? Let us know, geek 30 podcast at com. I mean, as a dude, I would say no. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's a <laughs> good
2: dude. I mean, just not too much Oscar, Oscar Isaac, so. I
1: mean, but, but looking at Benedict Cumberbatch, he looks great in this movie. Right, exactly. He looks just like
2: him. Well, he has one of those kind of uh, Gary Oldman or... Um... I mean, I, I, I'm going to blank, right? For different act- actors, where he blends into the role that he plays. Oh, totally. It's yeah. not like a George mm-hmm. Clooney where it's a George Clooney everywhere he goes, or you know, The Rock where he's a Rock through everywhere he goes. Uh, he is Benedict Cumberbatch. He is an actor, and when he goes on screen, he's no longer Benedict. He's whatever character he is.
1: Yeah, he was pretty. I mean, he's dude. He's always been good in every frickin' right. movie I've ever seen him in. Exactly. Yeah, and
0: I mean, you could hardly even tell that it was him in in The Hobbit. That was that was impressive.
2: Exactly. Wait, when that, was he on That that, 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 that was a joke.
0: He was the oh, dragon. yes, that's right. You're not supposed to. Say, to... <laughs> that didn't to that no, didn't no, work I,
2: very well for me. I know. No. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah.
1: No. <laughs> I caught that reference. Damn it! I, I got it. Thank
2: you, Ori, for that. I got it. I had to explain
1: it to Alex. <laughs> I still. So, oh man, we got really. I got it. No, no. I, I got to actually sit down and watch the second movie again because Deanna. So okay, Deanna and I are sitting down and watching all of the. The Hobbit movies and the Lord of the Rings because she's never seen any of them. Oh wow! I know, I know. <laughs> okay, guys, I know so the movieification. I know they're so good, and um and Deanna agreed to to watch this. Deanna, you'll still watch the other movies, right? Well, I mean, you just kind of spoiled it with Benedict Cumberbatch. It's not spoiled, right? <laughs> She says it's not spoiled. It'll be all right. <laughs>
2: she might be staring at you right now. She said one thing, but her looks are differently. You oh know,
1: gosh. yeah. So we're we're gonna watch that that whole series again. And but but when you watch tonight. that, like, it doesn't sound like him though. No, as well, the a I knew uh, it was him. But they they
2: digitally enhanced his voice to be lower because yeah. But great, I mean, it's you know, still, I mean
1: it's also his performance. So it's like the performance is amazing, great. Yeah. yeah, if you if you like
0: his. Uh um if you if you like just listening to his voice which a lot of people do because i mean it's a hell of a voice (laughs) he did he did a um a really great job uh on the bbc radio play um adaptation of um neverwhere the neil gaiman novel neverwhere really uh it was a radio play he played um the angel islington and it was Oh, magnificent, such a good performance and a really good, I mean, people who are listening, who are into podcasts, if you're into like, you know, Welcome to Night Vale and stuff like that, really quality um, show to listen to. It's got, um, it's got, um, uh, what's his name, Um, McAvoy, James McAvoy as the lead. It has Bernard Cribbins, it has like, it's an all-star cast. And um, and Benedict Cumberbatch plays the angel, and it is so good. That is so good to can hear. Can I just,
1: like, hire Benedict Cumberbatch to read me a story at night?
0: Mm, <laughs> so if <laughs> you
1: have the money, I'm sure you can pay him to do whatever you like. Bring in this Geek 30 money,
2: <laughs> which is nothing.
0: <laughs>
2: maybe next week, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I will maybe mention something that was interesting about this. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as
1: an American... Oh, yes. So can we talk about his accent for a second? Definitely. It was pretty awesome. Right. I I actually, I heard him talking, and I didn't recognize it was him until I kind of put it in context. Um, Ori, what was your thoughts on that? Uh, Long history of Brits playing convincing Americans. (laughs) Hey, hey, better than a whole... There's, like... I don't know Americans. The, the other way around, it doesn't really work. No, exactly. <laughs> the other way it doesn't. Well, um, because wasn't Spider-Man the Amazing Spider-Man Garfield? Yeah, Andrew Garfield also. Yeah, uh, he's or British. Or I can't remember. He's yeah, he's British. He, and he played and an American. He played an American. He's got a great american accent and i can't you re- laurie and house uh yep right yes. lincoln no, and uh walking was dead yeah yeah who
2: else i'm <laughs> trying to remember did benedict come back he was in tinker taylor soldier soldier spy but i can't remember if he had try an it one English more time How, what was it tinker taylor soldier spy there it is that movie yeah <laughs> with gary oldman yeah um i can't remember if he had uh an american accent or not in that movie i didn't see it
0: Okay. I did I see I uh, the Third Estate, where he's playing Julian Assange. So that's oh. a whole different accent.
1: Okay. No, 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 this is his. I think. I think this is his first time doing an American accent. Okay. Yeah, man. Americans suck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't really have an accent, and it's funny because when British no, but people we do sing, because, uh, because uh, oh, Ori, do we have an accent? <laughs> no, no, we don't. No,
0: Americans don't. American don't.
2: Americans don't have accents. Really?
1: Kind of, uh, like even to, even even I mean, there are weird, there
0: are weird regional differences, obviously, but because, because like most media originates in the States, it's what everybody grows up to think is kind of the standard, and any deviation from that is, is an accent. Whereas, you know, if you're just listening to some, you know, TV show or movie or whatever, that's kind of, that's the normal. That's, that's the baseline.
2: Well, I mean, things like if you're, you're a singer, um, aside from like the occasional, um, like, Leon and Lewis is, like, kind of like the exception to the rule. But uh, most singers, no matter where they're from, when they sing, sound American. It, yeah, When fair they enough. sing, yeah. their accent goes away. Ugh.
0: There is a reason for that yeah the 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 vowel sounds and the rounded r's and stuff like that i mean there's a whole load of theory here that i'm not going to get into but uh american tends to be more understandable uh when sung um unless people make a very heavy effort to enunciate uh, right. really really clearly american is just more understandable it's it's a it's a practicality thing America, murica
1: America. America. Yeah. <laughs> hail over lord trump all right um again. this trailer was actually i i absolutely loved it though i think right. ori hit it spot on where he was talking about the the references to the matrix and the in the and inception or inception inception inception, inception yes yeah. god what was i thinking okay so <laughs> insidious I, I, yeah yeah maybe <laughs> um i i immediately left that especially when um tilda what's her name T- tilda tilda uh what's her name tilda tilda tilda, you know, tilda tilda swinton swinton, swinton. Sw- Swin, yeah, swindon swinton swindon. Swindon. Swindon? tilda S- tilda you know i mean tilda. tilda we're on a first name basis <laughs> so tilda when she when she like punched him in the chest and i i immediately was like oh my god it's the matrix right that's immediately what came See, to mind and ori's reference to the to him falling in between the cities i was like god that's like inception it's beautiful cinematography great effects i love what i see so far and the in the way that they're almost capturing you know the, the big thing to take away here guys is dr strange is all is a magic user but it's done in a way that's almost comprehensible and well, well it, not and it's not it's not really in a way that seems overtly magical right it almost seems like you're Some on things. an acid trip the whole time well that's, and that's not what that actually, i've ever been on had an acid conversation trip
2: with but. with the uh, heroic <laughs> works today which is fantastic yes yeah actually awesome. it was yeah and they're thinking yes it might be perceived as magic to others but it might not actually be magic it just yeah. might be the use of regular you know everyday human things it's more of sleight of hand is what the person sees as opposed to what's actually been happening is a different story
1: yeah so part of um Actually, there was a great video that was on Nerdist.com that I'll I'll reference in the show notes that gives a, a breakdown of the uh, of the whole trailer. And something that they're talking about is that the um, th- they may be referencing back to the quantum realm, like what Ant Man did in the in the Ant Man movie. This is actually a really cool idea, um, and it may help explain a lot of the quote unquote magical properties that um, that you see in this Doctor Strange movie. So. I'm I'm actually really interested to see how they may tie this in with some of what we've already seen in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and make it more sciencey rather than magical. Right. And and, and honestly, I feel like this I've, is gonna be like a day one movie for me. Like yeah. if it opens in theaters, I'm gonna be there day Oh, one. I, I would totally see this day right. one. Totally. And I would love to hear from the audience, geek30 podcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you guys think about the trailer and what you guys would think about this being less magical and rather more practical and also more sciencey than magical because they have to fit it in within the rest of the mcu the marvel cinematic universe to
2: make sure everything kind of flows Mm. through all the movies and it yeah. does seem like this iteration
0: is is hitting the sort of scientific explanations for everything pretty hard. I mean, even with the less uh, um, credible stuff, they're always trying to say, "Oh, it's 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 not magic; it's some kind of science." It's it's kind of like the um, Arthur C. Clarke um, third law, second law, third law that any any science sufficiently advances is indistinguishable from magic. So, what might look magical is actually scientific. And I am wondering because Doctor Strange seems one of those characters who is way more on the magic and supernatural side of things, um, traditionally, I guess, in the comics and in the history yeah. of it all. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they manage to tie that in without crossing the line into straight up magic. I, just, I mean,
2: I feel like they might have to bring in one of the Infinity Stones in order to play that. Not necessarily magical per se, but it's being given a power from a different source.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting thought too. I mean, we won't know. This was obviously a teaser. Right. So, until we actually see like a true full-blown trailer, um, you know, uh, that that gives a little more insight into the story. Was that a Who teaser? Knows? That that's what they that's what they actually classified it as. It was 2 minutes long. How? I know. Well, <laughs> hey, you saw what the Star Wars quote-unquote teaser was, which was <laughs> freaking John Boyega, you know, standing up in the middle of uh, the desert <laughs> freaking out. Well, I mean, um, they got four months to explain a lot of stuff, so it's true. It's true,
2: <laughs> and also
0: it, a movie afterwards that's coming out. So
1: right. Well, was a sp- was...
0: another joke that clearly didn't work. <laughs> oh, I wait,
1: what's that that went right over my head? <laughs> it hit the wall right behind me. That was weird. I don't know. <laughs> so, so, so. <laughs> and not to bring up Puerto
2: Rico, but Tilda's what you find above an N in the Spanish language. Ah, uh. ah. Uh.
1: Yes, <laughs> you guys have the wrong flag, by the way.
2: No, we had the right flag.
1: No, no, Cuba's uh, your, right. Your okay? flag's what happens when you
2: inverse colors. No,
1: just because we're communists doesn't mean anything. Okay? <laughs> All right. So, speaking of crazy science, have you seen this modular body thing? Have you seen this? Uh, yes, I have actually. I'm sorry, I
2: just pulled up Safari, and on my Safari it says incompatible browser. Yeah, you are using either IE or Safari, which is not compatible with the site. Please use another browser. Yeah, you know, you so. damn Mac user. <laughs> I know, I, I'm no. such a foolish
0: person. But I, have I pulled seen it this. up on my Firefox, and it did not work well.
2: It didn't. <laughs> <No>. Oh, <those laughs> bastards! So um, I have seen this before, and this is the, the little devices that you connect together. And one of them is a heart, and one of them is lungs, and one of them is kidneys. One of them, uh, two of them were. Uh, arms or appendages yeah and so it's wild uh they all they have a central brain and it computes everything and when you add a module it figures out what the module is and interacts with it immediately yep. so when they plug the heart into the brain it started pumping the heart And when they uh plug the lungs into the heart it saw uh, both of them started pumping the heart but also breathing with the lungs
1: so guys think about legos with body parts exactly organic legos it's wild dude right um it, it, they they showed this. Uh, I saw this. Um, I actually posted on my timeline on on Facebook. If you got, if anybody out there follows me on Facebook, they um, they have like almost like a battery pack. Right. Like is that the best way to explain it, Jojo? Right. It's like a battery pack, right? And then they they plugged in the but the lungs? battery pack has
2: the brain. That's where all the processing. Okay, okay, okay. Is. So a, so it was brain. like
1: so it was like the processor almost, right? right. And then they took that plugged in. Uh, lungs The heart was first the, Okay sorry, sorry. Yeah. It, was the, it was the heart Oh yeah and then the lungs And then the lungs And then you saw the lungs expanding And then And then Contracting Contracting They were It was like it was starting to breathe Right And then they installed a a, a liver Right Or kidneys Or, or a kidney or yeah. something I don't know And then they started attaching these Limbs Right Like, like these like it, They look like chicken wings <laughs>
2: It, I mean, but it's, there were almost arms, but without hands. But
1: it, but it was smart enough to know that it needed to go to a surface area that was like 37 degrees Fahrenheit. Right. And so it started moving itself using the limb because it knew it could move with its limb. And it started moving towards whatever surface right. was cool enough for it to survive. Exactly. That is
2: Skynet. That's what it is.
1: Oh, Skynet. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terminator motherfuckers.
2: T one hundred, T one thousand, T one million, whatever. Skynet. <laughs> this, kind of, this is how it starts. It's wild. This is like the little Toyota robot that you can put in your cup holder and make sure you stay awake. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ori, did you have
1: a chance to look at that?
2: Uh,
0: yes, briefly. But the uh, like I said, the website did not like me. The like website did not like me, and I think that that is probably exactly what would happen if we get these sort of bionic <laughs> things. They
1: would, they would come for me. It's it's a little scary. Like, but also it's really neat. There there was a video that I saw on the website. I was I was kind of screwing around on there today. It, actually, cool, it's cool how it works. Definitely. Yeah. Like they were talking about how by the end of this year we're going to have a uh, science is going to have created. I don't know science. Science, you know, the, the, the corporation that is science. Right. <laughs> SpaceX. <laughs> yeah, it will have created a, a fully functioning liver out of nothing. Right. That is interesting. I mean, it creates a lot of interesting questions. We're playing God at this right. point. This is this is what we see in all the movies. Well, it's it. Yes and no. This is both
2: new and old simultaneously because they've had artificial hearts in people since the 70s, I believe, the mid 70s. Mm. So, um they've had artificial hearts or artificial. like like artificial heart valves. Artificial heart valves. Okay. Okay. Not a okay. full-on heart. But I thought it was the the entire piece, the entire encapsulated uh device. I don't know, scientists. Really? You tell us. Right. Um, but they've been doing that since the mid '70s. So they, in individual organs they were able to reproduce in, in a uh, in a synthetic fashion. These ones, though, they're not reliant on the rest of the human body. They have independent. Uh, nodes or whatever it is that controls them so yeah it's a modular
1: body so the website is what is it jojo let me see where is it i I turned it down it's the modular body.com make sure you're running like firefox or chrome or i I actually pulled it up on chrome okay that's why um and by the way i'm a mac user so i (laughs) i instinctively pulled it up in safari because that's normal (laughs) that's what normal people use on a mac um but i ended up pulling it on up on chrome and they got a bunch of different websites, or not websites, but actual videos, right? on the On the website right. that are really neat, um, you can kind of see different perspectives on the view that is creating the modular body. They're basically creating these like little organs that literally plug and play with each other, right? With a brain that attaches to one of the functions, right. you know, one of the organs powers the rest of them, and you can create like a little living being with these synthetic body parts like right. it
2: that's well, i mean the applications isn't limited to just a synthetic being by itself you could actually put that in real world where i have as much beer as i drink maybe i don't have a good liver anymore <laughs> so right and then i get to get, get a replacement liver and it can function on its own without the necessity of you know electrodes or outside stigma
1: it'll do its own thing so can i create a synthetic being that goes and gets me a new beer I mean, you can only do that with an R2-D2 fridge, well, right? Well, yeah, but I kind of want to like, have some kind of personal relationship with it. Um, then by the end of the year,
2: <laughs> 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 as according to science <laughs> and or corporations, this might be a thing. Okay. Or, so what's your thought on this whole thing? <laughs> uh
0: my prediction judging by how the rest of the world is going they are going to upload tay the racist twitter robot <laughs> into its
2: brain and that will be the beginning of the apocalypse good pull oh my I god was, i was trying not to bring her up i really was trying not to bring Can her, you believe her that?
1: up god that just shows where how shitty our society is
2: isn't that amazing Within a matter of hours, she was racist.
1: Oh, yeah. She was was so racist. (laughs) That's so sad. Isn't that sad? Like something that that was supposed to be an innocent social experiment, like something that, that was supposed to really legitimately help the human race. Turn racist, right? Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, internet. <laughs> like, yeah. Hail Hydra! Shit. Like this is like this is like straight up Nazi Someone shit. Someone had sent
2: her a picture of a Nazi flag, and she goes, "That's a thing of beauty." It's like there's something wrong with
1: this. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor girl. <laughs> Ugh. All right, but anyway, I I I saw that on my Facebook timeline the, this whole modular body thing not yeah. not racist robots i'm talking about <laughs> i'm talking about Just a matter of time let's bring it back <laughs> um I, I thought that it was really interesting so I, I figured i would bring it up here if anybody has any thoughts geek 30 podcast at gmail.com would love to hear your thoughts um but next up in the news back to comic book news back to comic because books. this is heavy comic book day for us Definitely. I feel. especially for us can you believe that the the killing joke got a rated r well, I love this. I, I love this, too, but
2: I like the fact that they actually made the movie first, and then it got well, the...
1: Well, let's be clear. They made the comic first. Oh, the comic, the comic first, but... Which, d- in its own right, deserves a rated R. Right,
2: exactly. But that's uh, a movie rating as opposed to a comic yeah, rating. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made the movie, and they were true to the comic, and they didn't PG it, you know, because a lot of totally. these new action I movies are being kind of dumbed down to... Face a more teenage audience. I love the fact that they made the comic, the the comic movie first, the animated movie first, and then got the rating. Like yeah. they didn't care about what rating they were going to get. They're just going to make the uh the animation true to the, the source.
1: Yeah, and, I, and there's a great article from Entertainment Weekly. It says Batman: The Killing Joke isn't kidding around. You see what they did because uh, like, Killing Joke uh, isn't, I see it. isn't kidding around. It's it's like a freaking pun, stupid freaking Entertainment. <laughs> All right. uh, Warner Brothers' direct-to-video animated film based on the notorious Alan Moore comic has been rated R. The studio's home entertainment division tells EW exclusively the Killing Joke marks the first film in the DC Universe original movie um, franchise to receive an R rating and the second Batman movie to do so. Uh, It says, oh, and and also they they mentioned the the extended home video version of batman v superman dawn of justice was the first which was also animated well
2: that one was right no not not no this is this is dawn of justice not the maybe when it came
1: out oh maybe okay <laughs> i was because they're actually making a blu-ray cut that's rated r of the new one that just came out in theaters well yeah definitely but this is is this the are they talking about look that up jojo look that, yeah, up. We'll look that up actually most definitely okay look it up while you're doing that uh, it's starring Kevin Conroy. You know him? You know, he was the voice of Batman in the in the animated right, series. Right. That is the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. All right, anyway. Uh, so it says uh, starring Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, Bruce Wayne, etc. Mark Hamill is coming back as the Joker. Yay. That's right. huge. Can you? Oh, my God. You guys, it makes me so happy. Anyway, and Tara Strong is a Batgirl, aka Barbara Gordon. Uh, it says The Killing Joke is an original story that finds uh, the clown prince of crime taunting the Dark Knight by capturing and torturing Batgirl. The original comic was published in 1988 and remains polarizing, with some hailing it as the definitive Joker story and others criticizing it as misogynistic. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about this, so actually, I i spoilers i well not i'm sorry not spoilers because i'm not going to tell you what happens in the story right. but like i've i've read ahead of what happens in it uh-huh. i would i would love to and i actually will be buying this graphic novel right. and reading it because it's gotten such great acclaim and the story is legitimately awesome like right. in, in um just to give people perspective the this is the when they say this is the definitive Joker story, this is like the origination of the Joker, right? Um, so have either of you guys read this before? I have not, nope, or have you? Not me, no, no. So, what if you guys were to read this and and like learn about the the origination story of the Joker? Would that be interesting to you guys? Very, oh, yeah, absolutely. So, what, what do you guys think about this whole? So, and, and by the way. FYI, like from what I've read about this, like the the whole R rated thing totally makes sense. Um, there's a lot of, of violence and and um, effed up stuff that happens in it right. that totally warrants a uh, a rated R, um, you know, rating. But but the thing to mention here, like we're talking about a cartoon right. that's rated R, right? Which is also really rare to find in these days. So, what's your all's thoughts on that? Ori? Oh I I think this is
0: wonderful. I think this is fantastic. I I love that there are some studios every once in a while that aren't dumbing it down and kidding it up and making sure that they can sell it to a to a to a wider audience and sacrificing the the source material as a result. Uh, I think that we were incredibly lucky as a film going audience to get a movie like Deadpool that was willing to break the trend and prove that an oh, R rated movie so can good. be a commercial success. Um, the fact that that. Was was so successful uh, really did prove the concept and I'm really glad that people are taking this uh, further and giving us the more uh, interesting, more dangerous, edgy kind of um, movies that is what makes comic books so interesting, really. I mean, you can get comics that, that range all the way from the kiddie up to the extremely messed up, and it's nice that we're getting things from all over that. I also think that uh, Joker stories in general can't be told unless they are seriously twisted, and that's awesome to me. I'm also, you know, really looking forward to an R-rated cartoon, um, or rather animated film, um, particularly in light of the um of the other more edgy animations that we have had in the last couple of years. In my mind, it uh, comes down to basically Archer uh, if you guys are Archer fans Definitely. Um, how how much fun that can be and how cool it is when you're working in a medium that is traditionally for children but you're not restricted by those boundaries and by that target audience
1: um, what about also very... party did you, did you ever see that trailer the new Seth Rogen movie coming out nope oh my god <laughs> It looks like so it starts out dude or you got to you got to go like youtube this. It you want out, me to type sausage yes, party. Yes. <laughs> well, in YouTube, okay? Let's be clear.
2: <laughs> or you know I better. Don't google where that. I this going.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, go into well, YouTube. sausage party
1: trailer. I think that Yeah, might help yes, you. Party. Well, oh Jesus well. Christ. You talk about like a confined orgy. You're like right. anyway, anyway. Seth Rogen sausage party. Yes, that doesn't some, help. Oh God, none, none of this is going to turn out well. <laughs> Everything so is bad. This is it, the trailer. It's it's a new Seth Rogen movie coming out, and uh, it starts out looking like a Pixar movie. It's all 3D animated. It looks beautiful and like fun and happy and kid like. And then, and then basically, it's the story of these hot dogs that are that are getting bought in the supermarket. And um, you know all these other all this other food and stuff getting brought home, and then all of a sudden they get home and they're like, yeah, we're gonna get eaten, yeah. And then and then all of a sudden, the <laughs> potato goes up to the first one to be you know, quote unquote eaten, and the lady sitting there by the sink about to start peeling it, and so she starts peeling it, and then it's like, oh my god, it's tearing off my skin! What the fuck? <laughs> and it starts screaming. It gets really real. All yeah. Of a sudden. So so it turns so it's an R rated yeah. okay uh, cartoon. Uh, Okay,
0: I, this is this is gonna you know give you some insight into my childhood. Does anybody remember Cow and Chicken, the uh, yes. <laughs> Cartoon Network uh, yes. show? Okay, they did this in in, <laughs> did they? in and I I I kid you not the Cow and Chicken musical episode. Um, They put on a school musical called The Ugliest Weenie, in which (laughs) they all dress up as hot dogs and get roasted and chicken is the ugliest weenie and he is spared the horrible fate and so the moral of the story is it's good to be ugly after all and there's a whole <laughs> song about it and it's very touching oh my god but uh, clearly seth rogan has Rogen. been watching too much uh old school cartoon network
1: <laughs> I, that's that is hilarious i actually and actually now that you're saying that i'm recalling that uh, episode of Cow and Chicken, and it's
2: great. <laughs> this is very Family Guy-esque, where uh, Seth Green did all this stuff with Star Wars before Seth MacFarlane did, and they mm-hmm. actually joke about that at the end of each of the trilogy movies.
1: Yeah, that's true. That is funny. <laughs> oh, man. I-, I love the idea that there's, a, there's an R-rated comic – or – well, I, an think, I uh, think it doesn't matter the medium. I think you just animation should yeah. just uh, well
2: animation or live yeah. or on book or photography, videography doesn't matter. You should tell the story the way you need to tell a story. Oh, totally, that's um, great. And, and they didn't hold back, right? R rated man. I, I feel like that's a blessing to us because some stories should be G rated, like Toy Story and Pixar and like Monsters Inc and whatnot. But some things like The Killing Joke don't need to be G rated. So tell the story first, get the rating later.
1: Yeah. Oh, totally. That's, yeah, that's so true, right? So I I would I, I can't wait to see when this um actually comes out. I'm scrolling through the article here just to see if uh actually okay, yeah. So the um Killing Joke will be make its world premiere at Comic-Con International in San Diego during the summer. Uh release on Blu- Blu-ray later in the year. Um so we've got a lot to look forward to. I I actually I can't wait to see that. I just saw Batman v Superman actually. Right in in theaters i was holding back a little bit i didn't want to go see it immediately i was a little scared because i heard that it was like kind of eh. i heard know. matt theme makes the appearance i'm just teasing you no. right now that doesn't actually no, doesn't. happen i'm <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be butthead or have you seen that movie by the way
0: i haven't seen it yet i it's, want um, to. i want to go but i haven't I'm, seen it i'm
1: yet. going to t- so there's been a lot of bad reviews about it and i did hear. and uh, we actually talked about it with the folks of Red Heroic Aleworks today because they're obviously big comic right. book nuts. Um, it's worth seeing. Definitely. I would I, I would say definitely go see it. The ending, I could see how it pissed people off. Still worth seeing. I, um, I actually wasn't.
2: I, I kind of wanted to see it, but I need to see Superman Man of Steel first. Um, I wasn't planning to see it in the theaters, but because I actually. Uh, Talk to Heroic Airworks. Yeah. I think I'm convinced to actually watch it in the theaters before it gets out. Yeah, I I would – well, yeah, just watch
1: Man of Steel. Yeah. Come on.
2: No, tonight. I,
1: I got it. Don't yeah. worry. We're good. Handle <laughs> it. I'll catch up. <laughs> um, the, the other thing about that movie also, like – okay, people are going to hate me for this, but Ben Affleck – is probably my favorite Batman after dun, watching
2: dun, dun, that. I, I, wow. If you listen to the show, I said I think he'll do good Batman. I don't know that he'll do good, uh, good Bruce Wayne. So I'm waiting he, to he's see.
1: the best Bruce Wayne I've
2: seen. Yeah, you're just saying that to the uh, uh, No, I'm, me. I'm
1: literally <laughs> – he just he, – he's everything I needed that character to be. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I mean, you take it for what it was. People, people are still like, "Oh, uh, you know, uh, Christian Bale is still the best," or right, you know, whatever. I, I don't know, man. I, well, see, I'm even, really even happy Bale, with, with Christian Bale. Didn't flick. necessarily have a lot of depth to his character. He was well. A great... He had a lot of depth, but in a different way than Bruce Wayne, what we normally see him. Right. Right. Well, he we, he had the
2: Batman. He had the Bruce Wayne, and he had a, a very good Playboy kind of billionaire. Uh, bruce wayne but his batman was very kind of flat yeah. so i'm not um i'm not surprised if someone does a better batman than uh christian bale um but the bruce wayne is where i'm worried about
1: you know you know where i loved him i, I loved bat i'm just gonna call him bat bat flick, bat- flick. is that all right is <laughs> bat, that flick. <laughs> bat flick i like bat flick more because he had the voice modulator right And it wasn't such a force like I'm (laughs) Batman,
2: you know. Which is one of the big things in the comics because he didn't want people to know who he was. Yeah, he has a voice voice. modulator,
1: and um, they call that out multiple times in the movie. Okay, in in, in Batman v Superman, his voice modulator, right? And, And it's obvious too. But beyond that, his his role as Bruce Wayne, the entrepreneur ceo of bruce wayne or wayne Wayne enterprises just it really hit home with me i was really happy with it and and i honestly like i would really be curious to see what what the listeners think about this Mm -hmm. seriously email me geek30podcast at gmail.com i would love to hear everybody's thoughts on this um or do you have any i guess thoughts on that well, I haven't seen the movie, so. But I mean, I like, not. just on on your favorite, like Bruce Wayne, et cetera? Hmm. Uh, I'm a sucker for the old stuff. I, I I like the
0: nostalgia. So like the Michael Keaton movies. Yeah, and, I you know, see, and everybody stuff like says that. it's Keaton. it's it, it, it was it was a f- it was a more innocent time. It was fun. It was what I go to super superhero movies for is the fun. And I didn't really get that from the Christopher Nolan movies. I mean, they were great. They were really good. But they just weren't that fun. So I'm hoping, though not terribly optimistic about this, that Batman vs Superman will be a little more fun. I like fun.
1: Yeah, it was. It's way more dark. Um, it's not as dark as like the Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just something about something about his delivery there. And actually, he's uh, Ben Affleck supposedly. It, um. Has written the script and is going to be directing a standalone Batman film, which I wouldn't be
2: opposed to because Ben Affleck, I will say, is a phenomenal director. Yeah, I, I do like him as a director. I do too. So, and again, I still haven't seen the movie yet, so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. What, what would you think about that, Ori? Like, if he were to actually direct his own Batman film? Uh, I agree. I
0: think he's a he's a talented director and. um... You know, considering he's already gotten into the character, he'd probably understand the material better than someone who hasn't. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed.
2: Well, it's kind of like Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was really worried about the Deadpool franchise, and so he took it under his reign and produced it, put money towards it, and make sure that it was a solid movie to come out as opposed to just some rich executive producer just throwing money at it. You know,
1: That's a great way to put it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when it's a love child, when you put your passion into it, a lot of times the good things happen. And he, and he seems really invested in the character of Bruce right. Wayne and, and such. So uh, i would we'll also see.
2: thought Val Kilmer. I know we make jokes about George Clooney, but I actually hated <laughs> Val Kilmer as Batman most of all. But George Clooney had the nipples, right? Well, that, that, <laughs> his suit had the nipples. Everybody has nipples. Well,
1: <laughs> do, they, do you have nipples? I, Wait, well, do I? I mean, do I? Hold on.
2: Oh, shit. Stop I do. me, damn it. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I couldn't see. Or he, consider yourself lucky. <laughs> i'm very Sorry happy got i got an handful of you know, a lot more a little, than i wanted a bit of boobie i got i got man booby in my face mm. um uh, but valcomer boy. shouldn't have been there to begin with george Clooney shouldn't have been there either but i feel like valcomer in in a bad suit wasn't bad but he just shouldn't have been there altogether. and i felt like after michael keaton they kind of just went left field with it um and, I mean, that's – unfortunately, a lot of times it's just when you throw too much money at it, you don't actually put any common sense behind it, which is what what Sony did to kill the Spider-Man franchise multiple times, what they did to kill the Fantastic Four franchise. So, if uh, Ben Affleck actually has a uh, a passion for the Batman, he wants to make sure that it succeeds, I actually would stand behind that.
1: That's fair. That's fair. That's a fair way to end that. Mm-hmm. Um now kind of moving on Ori. i would love to get you know a little bit more information from you about this new app that you guys released this week you know we talked a little bit about it at the at the top of the show um you know can you guys can you give just a quick synopsis of dragon fruit what makes you guys different you know as compared to kind of the others out there uh sure yeah um Okay, so Dragonfruit is the um,
0: the only dating app for geeks by geeks, and by that I mean that not only is the idea for geeky people to find people, um, you know, to 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 meet and to be friends with and to hang out with and to hook up with, but um, it's also coming from a place where we, myself, surely in the last hour or so of uh, conversation, I have proved that um, we, the team at Dragonfruit, are all extremely geeky people and therefore get it. Uh, I think is is pretty much the only way to to say so. Um, We understand the experience of, you know, dating as geeks, and we understand what it is that, you know, geeky people tend to care about and want out of a relationship or meeting somebody for the first time, what it is that um, makes things a little bit harder uh, for people um, like us to necessarily um, go out and do the stuff that, you know, can maybe come easy to the jocks uh, out there and stuff like that. Um, So on the one hand, uh, Dragon Fruit is great because we've got a great community that we've built around it. We've got wonderful users, and they're all, um, you know, very geeky people who... uh, Understand and are in the same kind of situation as everybody else, where we love to talk like we have been talking just now about all the stuff that's going on in our favorite fandoms and our favorite, well, geekdoms is how we describe it. Uh, and um, and we spend our time, you know, playing video games and talking about comic books and movies and going to the, all these movies and making sure that we're there on opening night and all of that. And that's something that everybody is going to get on some level or another. See, if you're if if you're a geek, then you might not geek out over the exactly the same stuff, but you would understand the level of passion, and that's already certainly um, a huge gap to that's been you know pre-bridged. Um, And on the other side of it, the technology side, uh, we designed it in order to make that as easy as possible. So um, you sign up and you uh, define your geekdom uh, or three. We've put in a slot for three. Uh, And the system crunches all of the numbers and analyzes what you've put in uh, against all of the other users. And it finds you matches that have the same or similar uh, passions as you do, the same geekdoms or something similar. So it isn't. Um, it, it is, of course, a, like one-to-one match thing. Where if you put in something and somebody else has that, it'll match you up with that person. Right. Uh, but it also goes further than that, and it sort of analyzes the details of what makes what you are into um, that thing. So if, for example, we're talking about the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, those are dark, gritty superhero stuff with a lot of moral questions and things like that. It's got all of these interesting characters around it and things like that. So it will not only find you people who are into the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, it'll find you people who are into other Batman uh, movies. It'll find you people who are into various Batman characters like Harley Quinn or like the Joker or the Penguin or Mr. Freeze or whoever you want to do. But it goes even further than that and finds you um you know people who are into other um superhero franchises that have the same grittiness and the same um and the same dark themes and all of that stuff so it, yeah. it really is
1: pretty clever um and it works and it, fat, i love that it works like at, at such a, a meta level like that i think it's really cool and and we and we like to bring folks like ori on the show who who offer this service and this is uh, again this is a free service you guys right yep right ori
0: yeah, 100%.
1: So, you know, f- folks, go check this out. It's Dragon Fruit, one word, right, Ori? Yep,
0: yeah, Dragon Fruit um, on the App Store uh, and on Google Play. Uh, If you don't have one of those, I'm sorry. If you have a Windows phone, um, we're not planning any time soon to develop for that. But, hey, (laughs) there's enough. If you have a Windows uh, phone, guys, come on. Leave my Nokia 920 alone. okay, Jojo. Yeah, but you can also find us on dragonfruitapp.com, and you can sign up there and use our web version, which is also fully functional.
1: Yeah, and and go use it, guys, and, um, you know, let us know how things are going. Go hit up. Ori and his team, and, and we want to make love happen. I Mm-mm. um I will actually say that I actually got matched by somebody
2: first, which is a weird thing for me. Um, and we've been having a great conversation about all things geek, it ah, awesome. particularly in Star Wars. Um, so it it's an amazing
1: platform. It's awesome. That's so good.
0: Really glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah, well,
1: thank you. So let's <laughs> let's let's keep that up, guys. Let's go support Ori's um, whole endeavor here. This is a, a great project that's that's meant to bring a community together. Kind of like what we do here with the Geek Thirty Happy Hour. Um, we want to to bring people together and, and help them find their soulmates.
2: Wow. Five star wow. review. Five star reviews. Five, five star review. What? Well, Alex looked at me intently. as like soulmates. It's like, well, don't you have one upstairs? Well,
1: but JoJo, let's be real. Okay, okay, okay. Right.
2: I'm in. I'm not.
1: I'm not like awkwardly rubbing his leg while he sits next I, to me. I,
2: I, I will neither confirm nor deny
1: any this allegations. This just got real, real, real awkward. <laughs> real awkward. I have a party. Nothing's happening down here. I promise. Shut up, JoJo. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was trying to defend myself. Well, it, it's awesome having you on, man. I'm so excited that you guys um, finally released the app. Ori and I have been talking since, God, man, when, have we, when did we actually start talking? We started talking, like, towards the later part of 2015, maybe? Yeah, I think so. It's been a little while. Yeah, so we've been in contact ever since, and and he was telling me about his... His grand plan for this awesome app. And, uh, it's great
2: seeing how how it unfolds in real life.
1: Yeah, so it's super exciting. And and when he, again, when like I said at the top of the show, when he messaged me, I was like, God, it makes, like, obviously just to have Ori back on, just to hang out with him. But it would be so great to, to talk about Which, this. Ori, you still need to come down and visit us, by the way.
0: Yeah, I uh, actually am planning to be in the area in a couple months' time. We're going to be tabling at uh, AwesomeCon in D.C. in June. So uh, I might make the trip, or if you guys are coming up to DC.
1: Yeah, we're actually, I'm probably going to be at Awesome Con, so you'll likely see me there.
0: Excellent. And wherever and,
1: he goes, I, I follow. So yeah. Just
2: follows along.
0: <laughs> and also, by the way, if anybody is uh, listening in the Boston area or is planning to go to PAX East, we have a panel going uh, next week that will be discussing uh, love stories in the narrative of various video games and the mechanics of how relationships work in love video it. games. It's going to be really cool uh, I mean, in association with uh, Dr. Nerdlove, Love. He's going to be uh, co-paneling with us. It's going to be oh, a great discussion.
1: Good stuff. I love it. I love it. Yeah, so hit us up if you plan on going to, to that or if you go, plan on going to Awesome Con here in the D.C. area. Um, would love to meet up with you. Uh, feel free to hit us up, geek 30 Podcast at com. JoJo and I don't bite. wait well, mm. we, we had that discussion had last time. Discussion last time. <laughs> anyway. So I, I think that's a great time to wrap things up jojo so um with that where can people reach us so they can reach
2: us via email at geek30podcasts at gmail.com and 30 is spelled out geek30podcasts at gmail.com you can find us at twitter uh, at geek30 or by calling us and leaving us a voicemail at 443-424-3350 if you have youtube or facebook just search geek30 happy
1: hour and we'll pop up Absolutely. All the good stuff is at www.geek30.com. Ori, where can people reach Dragonfruit?
0: Um, so we are at dragonfruitapp.com or on the App Store or on Google Play. Uh, you can reach us at P R O J Dragonfruit, Proj Dragonfruit Dragon on Twitter and at Facebook forward slash Project Dragonfruit. Uh, and drop us a line and tell us what you think. Five-star review.
1: Yeah, five-star reviews all around. <laughs> Already done. For, for <laughs> Geek 30, Happy Hour, and Project Dragon Fruit. Um, so thank you to you guys for listening. Thank you to St. Bernardus for this great beer. This is really tasty stuff. Thank it's you. really good. Yeah, thank I, you, Kevin. I that. I actually would pick this up again. Yeah, I, I, I totally would drink this again. Um, so with that in mind, guys, again, thank you to you all for listening. Um, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for nerding out with us, and you never bring two snakes to the same
2: location. Uh, All right, Rory, you want to say bye?
0: Thank you very much for having me. I hope to be on again soon. All right, man.
1: See ya.